more. This is Equip and Empower, the Christine Kane podcast. For everyone who desires to bring hope, create change, and live out their God-given destiny with passion and joy. Here's your host, Christine Kane. I am so fired up that you've joined us today. I believe that God has a word for you. I'm excited about sharing this particular message with you today because so many of us, there's no doubt about it, we're feeling weary, defeated, perhaps beaten up and hopeless. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to breathe life and hope and faith and strength into your soul today. Now, I wanna remind you before we even take off that your God is for you, that your God is with you, that your God loves you. So let's dive into the Scripture. We're gonna go to the book of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, one of my favourite Scriptures. And I think it's gonna bring you hope and life today. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus says, "'Come to me, all who labour and are heavy laden, "'and I will give you rest. "'Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, "'for I am gentle and lowly in heart, "'and you will find rest for your souls. "'For my yoke is easy and my burden is light.'" So. Here is the deal, Jesus is saying, if you're feeling weary, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling uh, heavy laden, come to me because I'm gonna give you rest for your souls. Now, I love it in particular, in the message version, Eugene Peterson, he says it like this. He says, are you burnt out on religion? Well then come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'm gonna show you how to take a real rest Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Don't you just love that line? I wanted to call this whole series, Learning the Unforced Rhythms of Grace, because that's something that we all need to do. If we're gonna run our race, if we're gonna finish our course, we have to learn God's unforced rhythms of grace. He goes on to say, I I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. Who doesn't want to live freely and lightly? The fact is that we know these verses to be true theologically and often intellectually. But the truth is, I think if we're all honest, we don't always feel like this is the case. It's been an extended season of loss and grief and heartache for many, confusion and chaos, division and a whole lot of trauma. Most of us have experienced days or weeks and maybe even months where it just seems that Jesus's yoke has been unbearably hard and His burden crushingly heavy. So in this text in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus is speaking to the Jews that are under the crushing pressure of of the Mosaic law and the corrupt religious leadership. You know, it was just too much for them. They were crumbling under all of this pressure. And He was saying, enter into my new covenant rest. Now, I know that you and I, we're not first century Jews living under the weight of the Mosaic law. But through this text, Jesus extends a a similar invitation to you right there on the other side of the screen and to me. 
And I don't know about you, but this is an invitation that I want to take Him up on. I need a renewed revelation of the rest of God. Jesus says, come to me, all who labour and are heavy laden. Now, I love that word come, come is an invitation. Now, have you ever gotten an invitation that you just could not believe? Like you were invited to some party, you were invited to an event, you were not expecting to be invited, then all of a sudden you got invited. I, I see that with my girls. And you know, like, I mean, they're, you know, one's just in uh, uh, freshman in high school, the other one's a senior in high school. And girls will be girls. And when they are pumped, they come home, mom, mom, I got invited to this party or mom, mom, I got invited. Currently, my eldest daughter is being invited to go to to various colleges and to see her excitement when she opens up that envelope and there's an invitation, you've been accepted, you can come. There's just something about that word come. There is just something about getting an invitation. Well, this is what the God of the universe is inviting you and me to come to Him. Not just when we feel strong or perfect or successful or all our ducks are in a row because most of us, that's when we wanna go to God when we feel like we've performed, we're good enough, we're talented enough, you know, we, we have done enough good works that surely God would want us in His presence because most of us try to work for the approval of God and we think we can't even go to God unless we're on our A game, unless we're, we're performing so well. But the invitation from this text says, no, 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 you can come when you're weary and heavy laden. Can I just say so many of us feel unseen and unrecognised and perhaps unapplauded or, or unknown in our world today. And we are bearing so many heavy burdens. We feel heavy laden because people have issues. And you know what? This stuff comes on us. And so often we, we defer our own issues so that we can deal with what's going on in someone else's life and it cripples us. I know on the other side of that screen, there's someone and your marriage in such, is in such a crisis because you're, you're carrying the burden of a loved one and, and their stuff has just kind of come on you or, or maybe your children or maybe a friend or a boss at work. And it is amazing how we keep putting ourselves aside because there's so much going on and we take on the weights, we take on the burdens, we take on the yokes of everyone around us and then we find ourselves paralysed and we find ourselves crippled and we find ourselves weary and we find ourselves burnt out and so many going, Chris, you are reading my mail. That is exactly how I feel. I feel like, man, I don't, I don't wanna open up the news another day. I don't wanna scroll through social media another day. I don't wanna pick up the phone or answer a text because I know that that aunt, that uncle, that parent, that child, that friend, someone is gonna make another demand on me. Someone is gonna expect something more from me. And we're feeling weary and we're feeling burden and then if that's not enough, there are world events. I mean, there have been plagues, there have been famines, there has been uh, sickness, there has been death, there has been loss, there has been uh, grief, there has been political instability, racial instability, social instability, so much injustice, so much poverty, so much crime, so much heartache in our world and we are feeling weary and heavy laden. But here is the simplicity of Jesus' promise to you and me. It is so striking. He offers Himself as the solution to all that burdens us 
Himself. Jesus Christ Himself is the solution. You see, we try to add so many things to that. We think Jesus plus. Man, if I just had that person like me, perhaps if I just got that job or had that amount of money or got that new car or won this or did that, we think it's Jesus and something else. And then we're wondering why we're still feeling weary. But Jesus says, come to me. He Himself is our peace. He Himself is our refreshment. And today's program is really about nothing else. I'm here to invite you to come to Jesus. Jesus Christ Himself. Our life is hard and it's full of thorns and it's full of thistles. And most of us are overloaded in our mind, our spirit, our emotions. And in so many of us, we're just carrying so much. We really are relationally, financially, emotionally, and physically. And it's resulted in this deep, deep soul weariness. So because our Burdens are not simple. The world is really complicated. Have you noticed that? So because our burdens aren't simple, they, they're not relieved by simple little platitudes. I mean, you haven't tuned in today for me to go, come on, just cheer up. Things are gonna turn around. Just pick yourself up by your bootstraps. None of us need that right now. We need something beyond platitudes. We need a hope. We need a promise. We need something to hang on to. But a simple promise can relieve a complex burden provided that we believe that the power behind the promise is strong enough to relieve our heaviness. I want you to catch that. You've got to believe that the power behind the promise is strong enough to relieve us of our heaviness. We don't want simple platitudes. We don't want like three easy steps. But if we believe that the power behind the promise is actually strong enough to relieve this burden, to relieve this heaviness, to relieve the pressure, then we go, okay, Chris, tell me what that is. And that's what I'm here to tell you today. Jesus Himself says, come to me. I am big enough. I am strong enough. I am powerful enough to deal with whatever is going on in your life. You don't scare Jesus. Your problem doesn't scare Jesus. You know, your burden doesn't scare Jesus. You are not too far gone for Jesus. You might be feeling hopeless. You might be feeling helpless. You might be feeling weary. You might be feeling heavy laden. You might be feeling like a failure. You might be feeling like you've made mistake after mistake, but I'm here to tell you, it's not too much for Jesus. Jesus loves you right where you are. Jesus loves you just as you are. He wants you to give Him your burden. He wants you to give Him your failures. He wants you to give Him your mistakes. He wants you to give Him your weariness. He wants to give you your loss and your pain and your grief and your confusion and your doubts and your questions because He loves you. He says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. And here's the promise. He says, I will, not I might, I will give you rest. Who doesn't want rest? There's someone and you've been looking for that rest. You've tried to find it in that extra bottle, that extra glass of wine. You've tried to find it by popping that pill. You've tried to find it by jumping into the arms of one person after the other, looking somehow for love, looking for significance, looking for security, looking for a sense of rest from all of the trauma, rest from all of the pain, rest from all of the suffering. But I wanna remind you today, that it's only Jesus Christ that can give us the ultimate rest that our souls are looking for. Now, the type of rest that Jesus gives us, it, it, it's, not, 
It's not the type of rest that you're going to get from like just taking a nap. And who doesn't like a nap? Who doesn't like that? This is so weird. Anyone that knew me when I was younger, I would just like mock people that got older and were like taking afternoon naps. But I have become that person. My children laugh at me. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I read a book on the importance of sleep and like I'm going to the bank with that. I'm like, I love a nap. I feel like telling babies that don't want to have a nap, take one while you can. It may be decades before you get another nap in the middle of the day. Any of us that are getting older are going, okay, I need that kind of rest. But the rest that I'm talking about that we find in Jesus, it's not that kind of rest. It's a rest that we, we find in the midst of doing all that He has called us to do. I want you to hear that, that there is a rest available to us that we can find in Christ, that as we get about our daily business, as we are about the Father's business, we're talking about a supernatural rest, a supernatural grace, a supernatural peace that He gives us. See, the rest that He offers, it doesn't mean that we cease from activity. Like it is amazing to me how so many people are like, well, Chris, you know, I, I work too hard. That, that might mean they actually came to work two days in a row. And you know, I just need, I just need rest. I just need to kind of like just sit and just kind of like meditate and do nothing. And, and I, I believe the will of God's gonna happen, but you know, I'm just gonna rest or I'm just gonna take a nap and just, you know, Believe God, it's just gonna happen. I'm just gonna, can I just say, lying on your back, believing God is not gonna cause your purpose to come to pass. That is not how it's gonna happen. And yet we have so many people that just think, well, you know, God just wants me to kind of sleep through life. And if it's His will, it'll happen. And if you're as old as me, you remember Doris Day. Que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. And we think, well, you know, I'm just gonna chill. And if it's God's will, it's gonna happen. And you know, it really doesn't matter what's going on in the world. I can't really make a difference anyway because I'm just little old me. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that we're gonna go on this extended vacation. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I'm saying that's not how the purpose of God comes to pass. So somehow in the midst of doing what God has called us to do and fulfilling our purpose and fulfilling our destiny, we have got to find a rest. See, Jesus doesn't invite us into a life of ease or, or comfort or complacency. I don't know where we ever got this kind of theology where we thought Jesus just wants me to be comfortable. Jesus just wants me to be complacent. If it's hard, it mustn't be God. It, you know, it, it's just too hard. And it is amazing to me. And I, uh, you know, work with teams all over the globe and the lack of resilience or the lack of tenacity or the lack of resistance, the ability to bounce back, the ability to get back up. Because it's just like, man, this is too hard. This is just too hard. But can I just say, Jesus never said it was gonna be easy. In fact, He said in this life, you will have trials, you will have tribulations. There will be challenges, there will be obstacles, there will be hurdles. And you build strength and you build resistance by coming up against that, getting back up, carrying something heavy, doing something a little bit more. But that's not supposed to take you out. The rest that I'm talking about is a rest in God's grace, in God's love and in God's acceptance. See, so much of what we're doing is a striving for the grace of God, for the love of God and for the acceptance of God. And God's saying, would you just rest in it? You've already got it, you can rest in that. And it is amazing how that will then fuel you to keep doing what God has called you to do. You see, what we need 
is to understand that we have the approval of God so that we stop trying to seek the approval of man. So much of our weariness, so much of the burdens that we feel is because somehow we're trying to please people and we're trying to get from people what we can only ultimately get from God. So the kind of rest that Jesus gives us, it's, it's, a, where, it's a kind of rest where, where we labour from acceptance, not for acceptance. It's a rest where we labour from a place of knowing we are loved by God, not striving to get that love from God. It's the kind of rest where we labour from our identity as sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We are not working to try to get that identity. Now that sounds easy, doesn't it? But the truth is, most of us are still wanting some kind of validation. We think that, man, if I just get that blue check on my social media profile, I'm gonna be happy. And we, we spend our life comparing and competing constantly with one and other. And we think that if something is seen or if something is known uh, or if something is applauded, then that's the only way it matters to God. And what we've done is we've confused significance with prominence. And what that has done is it has exhausted us. There has got to be a better way than trying to constantly compare and compete. There's got to be a better way than constantly trying to get more followers and more likes and seeing who's going to like me at school, who's going to like me at work. How am I going to get my validation through people? It is killing us. It is exhausting us. We all feel like we're just not enough. We're not thin enough. We're not smart enough. We're not talented enough. We're not gifted enough. We're not resourced enough. We're just not enough. But I'm here to remind you in Christ, you are enough. Jesus has created you in His image. He has filled you with God-given destiny. He has filled you with God-given purpose. He has given you gifts and talents for the purpose of serving your generation and you are enough. We have got to get off this performance treadmill because it's killing us somehow. And I think our social media world has got a lot to do with that. We are seeking approval from people we don't even know. We are seeking validation from people we don't even know. We're neglecting the people in our direct sphere so that we can get the approval or a like from somebody we don't even know on social media. And we've turned things inside out. And can I tell you, it's exhausting us. It's making our souls sick. It's making our souls weary. You cannot get from people what you can only get from God. I say this often. People go, well, Chris, you know, you've been married 25 years and and what is, you know, the secret kind of like uh, KFC, the secret herbs and spices. What are the 11 ingredients? You know, there's not any one secret. But I know that one thing Nick and I, right from the time that we were dating and when we got engaged and made our, took our wedding vows and, and, the 25 years of marriage since, the one thing that has really helped us to keep us strong, to keep us moving forward together in ministry and in life and raising our daughters is that neither of us try to get from the other what we can only get from God. See, that's too big a burden for me to put on Nick. For me to expect Nick to be Jesus, he will disappoint me. For Nick to expect me to be Jesus, I promise you, before I even get out of bed in the morning, I would have already disappointed him. 
So many of us, our weariness, our fatigue, our sense of disappointment and discouragement and disillusionment is because we're trying to get from people what we can only get from God. So Jesus says, would you come to me? Because you're gonna get that love from me. You're gonna get that grace from me. You're gonna get that forgiveness from me. You're gonna get that acceptance from me. You're gonna get that strength from me. You're gonna get that encouragement from me. You're only ultimately gonna get your sense of identity from Jesus. You're only ultimately gonna get your sense of purpose from Jesus. You're only gonna ultimately get that sense of security, of stability, of comfort that you're seeking, not from another person, not from a substance, not from accumulating, acquiring or amassing more things, but only from Jesus. And I think a major reason by the grace of God that our marriage continues to flourish today, and in fact, is probably stronger than it has ever been, is because I don't expect Nick to be Jesus. I expect Nick to be Nick. And Nick doesn't expect me to be Jesus. He expects Jesus to be Jesus and Chris to be Chris. And then when he understands that Chris is only ever gonna be Chris, then that helps him not live in a constant state of disappointment or discouragement or disillusionment with me. It helps me to know that my husband is my husband, but he's not my God. Jesus is my God. It's only ultimately in Christ that I'm gonna find my ultimate significance, my ultimate security. Nick at times, and he is an awesome husband, but at times he will let me down. At times he won't be there for me in the way that I need him to be there for me. And he can do his very best, but ultimately that deep innermost place in my heart that is most weary, that is most frustrated, that is most disappointed, that is most hurt, that longs for approval, that longs for significance, that longs for security, that longs for affirmation, that longs for ultimate connection. Ultimately, I'm not gonna find it, not in any of my closest relationships here on earth. I'm only gonna find it in Jesus. So Jesus says, would you come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden? And the promise is, He will give you that deep soul, rest you're desperately seeking. Thanks for listening today. We hope today's message has encouraged and helped you. By the way, we'd love to see you positioned to experience all the great things God wants to do in your life. And we've got a special gift that'll help you do that. Just go to christinecane.com forward slash podcast devotional and download your free copy of Christine's 14-day devotional, Spiritual Growth Spurts. 